Welcome to Bad Dad's Film Review, and I'm going to start with an apology in advance this week in that, well, not to be too blunt about it, and I really am sorry to have to break it to you like this in the middle of your favourite podcast and all, but ghosts aren't real. And since apparently one in five people do believe in the paranormal, and that's almost certainly going to include some of you out there listening... Well, we're going to have to agree to disagree on that point, but the difference is I have the microphone, so you're going to have to listen to me fairly close-mindedly crap on your belief systems this week, as I blather on about how all apparent ghost phenomena can be rationally explained, and the people who believe they have experienced spectres and hauntings were either affected by a sleep-related disorder, the phenomenon known as pareidolia, which is our human tendency to see faces and patterns in random imagery, or just plain lunatics. So, sorry about that. If you're a lunatic or a moron, if you feel like getting your revenge on us for poking fun at your worldview simply leave us a five-star rating on apple podcasts or on spotify which has also recently released that functionality even the free version i think so if you're listening on either of those apps just go ahead and do that right now press the button go on we'll wait for you go on just do it wait. go go on done that is that how long does it take yeah come on <sighs> Okay, great. And now that you're back for India's 49th ranked TV and film podcast, this week sees us getting funky with the Phantoms as we reviewed the 1990 classic Ghost for the Midweek Mention, which I think we all enjoyed. And that's a solid listen if you have half an hour to spare. Tonight, we're discussing the top five ghosts, continuing our vector of the spectres with David Lowry's 2017 supernatural drama, A Ghost Story. And we're rounding that up with the fantastic Phantasmagoria... Fireman Sam, season six, episode two, Norman's Ghost. I don't know if you <laughs> it's also what I did there it's with the ghosts. Yeah. Connect yeah. you. Yeah. 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 Seamless. Seamless. Very good. Yeah. A quick roundup of our four dads this week. First, we have Style Icon Sidey, assuming your style icon is Peaky Blinders meets Timmy Mallet. This week, Sidey has given his daughter a crash course in the work of horror director Dario Argento. So both she and he have plenty to say. He's a David Lynch lover, and do you believe in ghosts? No. No. Next up, it's Dan. He's old enough to remember the first person who died. Yeah. And it's very nice of him to attend this week's pod in fancy dress, as I can only assume that's what explains the disheveled hobo-like appearance today. And do you believe in ghosts? No, I don't. No. Our third dad this week and the most prolific child spawner of us all is gruff on the outside, but terrifying unholy abomination on the inside, Peter Andre, who occasionally doesn't get things and also does not believe in ghosts. I don't. No. <clears throat> Yeah, and then Riggs, what about you? You believe in? You yeah, true no, believer? No, I'm no, not. Got, so that, that got that impression. Uh, that means that Howie believes in ghosts because you said one in five. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> How, and I said he's a lunatic or a moron. Yeah. So pick one of those, Howie. Not wanting to make the mistake of last week, we're all over the top five. All right, um, which was Snow. We were talking about last week. We had quite a few nominations coming at us from the Twitterverse. Richard Fitzthomas uh, was talking about The Shining, which we also mentioned on the pod, the snowball scene in Elf, and Dr. Zhivago. Ah, oh, good shout, yeah. Classing it up there a little bit. Riggs, you chastised yourself for mentioning Frozen because I said minus points. For yeah. Home Alone was mentioned a couple of times. <laughs> Ice Planet Hoth from Empire Strikes Back got a shout. Uh, a lot of Fargo stuff. A Spy Who Loved Me. Oh, have you got a winner out of all those great nominations? Oh, what do Malik? you think? I think Dr. Zhivago should go in because that's certainly a film we've never really spoken about. Yeah. yeah. I mean, with Sharif, you know. It's... Who came up with that? Was that Fitzy? Yeah. Right. Good shout, Fitzy. Yeah. yeah, strong. It's in. This week's top five, Reese. Yes, ghosts. Yeah. Mm. Would you like a quick list of movies that you're not allowed to talk about because they have the word ghost in the title, but they aren't about ghosts? Okay. Ghosted, Ghost in the Shell, 
The Ghost in the Darkness, Ghost World, Ghost of Mississippi, Mission Impossible, Ghost Protocol, Ghost Dog Way, The Samurai, Ghost in the Machine, and The Ghost Writer. So none of those to be talked about. Ghost I'm Shell. What's that? That's it's the, not really ghosts, is it? Okay. Not really ghosts, are they? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I was thinking specifically of the Scarlet Johansson. Well, have I made like a really crude error there? Well, there's the anime mm. came first. In any case, we also never spoke about what we watched last week. Anyhow. Oh yeah. Did you watch anything good? I I, I watched Shane. The, oh, not that irritating child. No, the Shane Warney. Oh, the, yeah, I've seen that yeah. on Prime. Yeah. Just a sports documentary on. I'm not a massive cricket fan, but he's an interesting character. Yeah. And, you know, a hell of a, you, you appreciate the the spin bowling and all that mm. kind of thing, which is the only thing actually I ever did enjoy about cricket, to to watch those bowlers, how they would just sort of lob one in slow, but make it move to to get the uh, the batsman out. And it was pretty good documentary, actually, really. He's a larger than life character. Yeah, yeah, yeah he is, yeah. He makes, he makes, for people who aren't that into cricket, there's a lot of commentary Mm. when you're when you're obviously watching it listening to it and he makes the commentary a lot more interesting because he's mm. he's got no airs and gra- or graces it's not sort of like he's australian yeah but he's a bit of an anglophile as well yeah well he played for hampshire for years yeah so years he, uh, he and he comes up with he's got his still pretty married, much his entire like still terminology married to huh still married to liz hurley i don't think he still is or mm. not okay. he, but he's, he he's pretty much... a strange couple though wasn't it yes yeah. it yeah. was yeah but there's a lot of like warnisms. He's he like yeah. invented a whole because he was saying on his variations of bowling there was only like three, but he well, came right up, or straight on. Yeah, well he came <laughs> up with like about eight different names for them just yeah. to keep people guessing because yeah. people thought he had eight variations, but he had three. That one that he did on was it Gatting? Gatting, yeah. yeah, lovely. Yeah, around around the back. Yeah, Pete, what did you watch? So I haven't been watching a great deal. One one thing I have started watching is: Did anyone watch the? British kind of lads abroad or middle-aged blokes abroad series Mad Dogs. Yes. Okay, so there's a US version. Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. Have you seen that? No. So I started watching that. I think I watched the first episode actually, but I couldn't be bothered. So it's the same sort of premise, but it's it's America to Belize they go to, and Ben Chaplin, who's Mm. like the the guy that they go to meet out in Spain, he's in it, but. Playing uh, and he's playing one of the guys that, that Game goes, on. goes out there. Yeah, that yeah. guy. Yeah, right. Okay. And they meet, and the guy who they go out to meet is Billy Billy Zane. Billy Zane. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Back to, back to future. And it's like yeah, there's quite a few people, like recognisable people. It's it's quite cool. Similar premise, just like dealt with in a slightly different way. I'm about halfway through it, but it's it's intriguing me. But what I remember from the series Mad Dogs was it? I thought it was a fucking brilliant series with an absolutely horrendous ending, and I, I'm not yet. I'm halfway through. I kind of expect it to be a really shit ending in this one as well. But they only did one series in the US, where so it was three in the yeah, UK. It was three, yeah, it was John Simon, people like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, We watched Skyfall on Saturday because Mrs. wanted to watch the Daniel Craig and it was her birthday, so I allowed that. So solid choice. Yeah, it's that. good. It's really good. We've been watching Murderville, which is... I watched some of that on your recommendation. Actually, what do you think? I enjoyed it. Which one did I watch? Uh, I watched the first one with Conan O'Brien. Conan, yeah. That's quite good. And then I watched the one with Kunal. I can't remember his name. From the Eternals. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny, that one. And my daughter's got into The Simpsons in a big way, so we've been like cherry-picking real good ones to watch for her. So Nice. Yeah. But nice. I had loads of time because I watched the, the homework stuff really early this week. Yeah, I remember speaking to you in the week. And yeah. And yeah, then you were like, done. I've already done it. I was fucking knackered for some reason. So Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I was in bed like fucking super early and just didn't 
take advantage of all that free time to watch it as much as I would have liked. Mm. I started to watch the Macbeth, the Cohen, Joel Cohen. Oh, Beth, but I was, I just, I can't do it justice tonight, so I turned it off and I'll watch it. When it's got to be on a big TV, more yeah. with it, yeah. Mm. So uh, that- Ozark season four, I guess. Yeah, it's kind of silly, but Wendy is becoming like one of the most hateable, psychotic mm. characters on TV. She's great, mm. makes my skin crawl like when she's on screen. Great, cool. Right, let's get into this week's top five then. Yes. Ghosts. Ghostly goings on. Do you want to kick it off, Riggs? Yeah. Let's see. Where are we going to start? I'm going to start with Field of Dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, did I, did I spook it, out Dan. of turn? Yeah, no, go for it. You oh, did ask me. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, uh, but oh, Field of Dreams is... Uh, it's a classic, isn't it? I really love this movie. Of course, I'm going to come in with a, a sports-type uh, movie if I can. And Kevin Costner. Really, I've watched tons of Kevin Costner films and he's just an actor who I really enjoy seeing on the screen. He's got great presence. I know, that not him, all really. his, I know not all his, his films have made the, the big splash, if you like, that he would like to have with Waterworld and... You know, that, postman. Was that supposed to be a joke? Yeah, the postman never delivered. You know, there was a few that that were wow. on the edges. But Mr. Brooks, did you ever see that? That was a really good one where he played a serial killer. Yes, but I have seen that. Yeah, yeah. is a, a decent movie. And Field of Dreams. So he plays this farmer in Iowa who wants to... He's having financial troubles. And suddenly he starts hearing voices to to build a baseball field on his on his lawn, on his his farm, which is a really bad idea if you're trying to grow food on there. But eventually, obviously, the baseball ghosts of the past come and play on the field. Well, what's and the team? It's, it's a, it's, what's the team? What's the team, yeah? It's the Dodgers, isn't no, it? It's no, it's the 1919 White Sox. White Sox, oh, yeah. Because yeah. eight of them had Shoeless conspired. Joe Jackson. And, they'd conspired to yeah. throw the World Series. That's right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I loved it that much. I couldn't remember the team, but otherwise I did really enjoy this movie. That's no, good. We've all, we've, it's good yeah, movie, yeah, it's uh, build it and they'll come. So I think who, I'm not sure who's turn next. So. <laughs> <laughs> I've not seen Field of Dreams. Fuck ever, off. ever. That's like, going to be a midweeker then. <clears throat> and, sure. And nothing has ever compelled me to it because unlike it's, you, Dan, I find uh, it's not Kevin about baseball to be meh. It, it irritating and to you. I yeah, it doesn't work for everyone. Fuck about baseball. It's not really. It's not really baseball's just the thing. It's not about baseball. Yeah. And then just the premise in itself sounds daft. But I guess James probably... L. Jones is like great. Terrence, he's, he's in it. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah Terence Mann. He plays a, a writer that becomes he's an also having figure. The, the, yeah. The voices. Yeah. Right. Okay. So which way are we going? I, Dan was pretty chaotic last week, so it's just. Go this way now. Clockwise. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just looking through mine. They're mostly silly. I've not seen... I don't like horror films, so I haven't got any like horror films in here, really. One that was like a bit of a blockbuster that I think polarised opinion was The Sixth Sense. It was like I thought, a hit. There was some hate for Universal it. Universal hit, I thought. I the, think that was just backlash afterwards. That's a good There movie. was quite a lot of people that I, I can remember around the time it came out going, oh, yeah, it was fucking obvious that no, it wasn't. The twist was. I, I think it, it absolutely blindsided me. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed I, yeah, the film. I think people... Some of them let the twist go out, and it does kind of spoil the movie if you know that twist before you go in. Oh, it totally um, ruins it. Yeah. yeah. So that would have been the only backlash I heard because, yeah, great. at the time yeah. it was oh, okay. But yeah, I think it's so Bruce Willis is playing Doctor Malcolm Crow, a ghost. 
Uh, who is himself a ghost, yeah. yeah. And, and is it Hayley Joe Osmond? Ha- Hayley, yeah. yeah. Can see him. It's got a Wahlberg, Mark's Mark, brother. But Donnie. no, the, Donnie, yeah. he's a junkie at the beginning who gets like into the place I think he kills. Is it Bruce, him, is it? Yeah. But yeah, he's actually dead the whole time. Yeah, yeah. he is. Yeah. And I, di- I didn't see it coming. And it's, oh my God, I've forgotten her name, but she's a really good actress. And we've spoken about a lot. So the Australian lady. Nicole oh. Kidman? No. <laughs> no, it's... Yeah. From Hereditary, yeah, Tony yeah. Collette, yeah, yeah, her, yeah. good actress whose name I can never remember. Yeah, it's a good one. I've told this story before, so apologies for you three here who've heard it before, and anyone who was listening who's heard it before. But I saw a film when I was far too young to see. It's called Women in Black. It was a family holiday, and we were at my aunt and uncle's gaff, and they were out in the conservatory or whatever, all the grown-ups chatting away and drinking wine, and the kids, we were just left to our own devices watching the telly, and this film was on, and this is the 1989 version, because there's a remake with Daniel Radcliffe, which I've fucking avoided, but this is the 1989 direct-to-TV movie, and it's about... A lawyer who goes to this house, uh, a woman has died and he's there to just tidy up her estate and deal with it all. And everyone he goes to speak to is like, like not, they don't want to talk to him. They're avoiding this fucking weird woman in black, blah, blah, blah. And the scene that particularly haunted me, and it fucking did, like traumatised me genuinely. He is in bed and I specifically remember it because it's sort of like the setup is like how my bedroom was when I was a kid. So there's a window like directly like when he's lying in bed, he's looking at this window and he's sort of trying to sleep and he hears some voices and then a child's voice says something like play with me or whatever. And all of a sudden he's got like some toys in his hand and then this fucking thing bursts through the window and then I had to go to bed. Right. And, <laughs> but not just that night, but that night I was like the most terrified you can fucking be. Like I just Unless couldn't sleep. How old are you yeah. here? 10. Right. This would have been 18, like, all day yeah. long. It's fucking terrifying. But then for years and years, I just, like, couldn't sleep because I had this window <laughs> in my bedroom. And just thinking about that scene, it was so fucking vivid. And so that, like, for me is still to this day, like, a traumatic. I, I, just, yeah. I, I just think if we could just sneak in and put some toys in his hand. Well, yeah. <laughs> when, I, when I see those, that side of the family, like, and I'm, we're going over in a few months to see them, they're always like, oh my God, I can't believe we let you watch that. They still bring up, they like, so fucking like, apologetic about it. Yeah. The Radcliffe one's not too bad. I've seen the Daniel Radcliffe yeah. one. In fact, that's probably the scariest film that I've ever seen. Yeah. Because right. it, it's, mm. and it's not that scary, I don't think, but that's it's about right. as yeah, far yeah. as I'll go. I quite like in it. terms of scares. I can't remember anything about it, so I didn't put it down. Oh, I was probably be watching that for most of it. No, I won't be watching it. No. The it Spanish me? filmmaker Alejandro Aminabar, I'm going to say, he took a Henry James short story slash haunted mystery thing called The Others, which starred Nicole Kidman and her children in a creaky old house. It's filmed over here. In Jersey. It's it? set in Jersey, yeah. yes. Crazy uh, big Hollywood. Well, no, it's not a big Hollywood. It's just a sort of quiet atmosphere of a sort of creeping dread and a bit of a shock reveal at the end, but there's some ghostly goings on and not everything is what it seems. It's a really good movie and I think it's worth bringing up because of it being set here. In- well, the, the house is the one towards St. Obens, isn't it? It's the Lucas Brothers' house. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Mm. Well, there you go. It, it doesn't feature heavily in the film, does it? Um, well, the whole movie the- is set there. <laughs> <laughs> the outside of that house. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you talking about the inside? Oh, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. A game changer, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, no, because they can't leave the house because the kids are allergic to sunlight. Daylight. 
Yeah, yeah sunlight. Yeah, so Light. you know the whole movie is set like yeah. in the house. <laughs> in the house. Yeah. <laughs> As I understood it, though, they just kind of used the outside of the house, but shot everything else somewhere else. Oh yeah, don't take so all don't, the bloody. Aaron, no, anyway, Nicole Kidman was here. She, she stayed at my house. <laughs> she was just down she the had road. fish fingers and pasta for dinner. It was great. <laughs> okay, well, you may have then seen Scrooged. Yeah, I have well, seen that. Yeah, yeah. we watched yeah, it for we did this. Record, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that's my next one. It's a Bill Murray one because my my other one is going to be a Bill Murray one as well, which we're probably going to talk about at some point. Ghostbusters, but I'll, I'll leave somebody else to to tick that one off. But Scrooge was still a, a brilliant Christmas movie for me. And obviously it tells the, the story of the, the Christmas past and the Christmas future ghosts. And Bill Murray is Ebenezer who, who needs to, he plays a TV executive mm. and he's a bit of a cunt, but there's a few laughs in there. But overall, it, I mean, you're looking at me like I've you've never seen, seen this. You've not seen this. No. Pete. I'm not a, like, I'm not a massive. But this was, this was a big, I've, Christmas not, movie at the time. I don't. I only saw it when we watched it for this. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'd yeah. seen it. And I, I haven't yeah. seen Groundhog Day until I was forced into watching it for this. Like Bobcat Goldthwaite is pretty memorable in that movie. Yeah. Is the is he the the taxi the driver? Taxi driver guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He is. He's got that kind of. I don't know. He's, he's, he's like a werewolf face yeah. or something, isn't he? He's he's driving around. He sounds like you when you're it. trying to do a Christopher Walken impression. <laughs> chewing a bumblebee or something, yeah. Actually, what? Well, so not not my next thing, but I'm going to throw it in there. Talking about that story, the the, sort of the, the Christmas Carol story, That's I find that there's a lot of these classics that uh, are never done better than when they're done by the Muppets. Yes, like, <laughs> correct. The best, the best like, Treasure Island like iteration is Muppets Treasure Island and the same with Muppets Christmas Carol, yeah. obviously with... The Ghost of Christmas Present is my favourite. Uh, I can't remember. It's is a it, gigantic it's felt one. thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you have Statler and Waldorf as Mar- yes. Marley and Marley. Yeah. And then there's some mutant doll thing. And then is you it? have the, pre- the present one is this enormous, like, cute looking. It's not scary at all. All right. Okay. I've transmogrified that into a terrifying memory because I thought it was like all dark and it's kind of grey. Yeah. But it's nice. Okay. And it just yeah, like, like shuffles around. In yeah, a nice yeah, yeah, way. yeah. Like you'd like to cuddle it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That wasn't going to be my my entry. I've got there's a few what I would call guilty pleasures on my list here, and one of them one of them I think I've mentioned before in the like the Robert De Niro top five is the film Stardust. Which I really like. I don't think I've seen it. You'd hate it, so because it's got Claire Danes in it, but it's Oof. got it's a r- massive sort of ensemble cast. But part of the plot is that there's this like king on his deathbed, and he sends this like ruby like across the world, and he's got these like seven or eight sons, and whoever finds the ruby like takes the kingdom, kind of thing. Right. And so all these brothers then like uh, it, it's it's kind of like a bit of a, a subplot to the main story, but they have to effectively just like kill each other because so that there's only one left with it. And is the, it a the, fantasy movie or something? Yeah, is it? yeah, yeah. yeah. And, it's and real life. Henry, Henry Cavill's in it. There's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of. Yeah, it is a bit of an ensemble cast. But that, like, so the, these, these ghosts end up being. And so what happens is, like, when one of the brothers kills another one, they then appear as ghosts back in, in the old house, like sort of lined up along, along their sort of like shelf or the windowsill or whatever. It, so one of them gets like like pushed out of a window so he appears but his like face is all mangled so they appear how they die like one's got a big axe in his head and so on mm. and they are the brothers are some of them Mark Strong Jason Fleming Rupert Everett Mark Heap Adam Buxton and David Walliams mm. just to name some of them 
But yeah, bit of a guilty pleasure of mine, that film. I would recommend it. I might even make it a midweek mention because there's nice. a lot of... Anyone no, else seen I'm it? Drawing hey. a complete blank. Yeah? Yeah, I have seen it, but yeah. I, I liked it. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's good talent involved in that. But, yeah, there is. It's uh, like British Apart and American. Part Williams. Never so sure about no, Williams. It's also no, got that like, Prick Gervais in it as well, but yeah, other than that, it's, it's good. Uh, <laughs> Afterlife Season 3, eh, I have to say... Maybe it's just it's the whole world is so awful, but... But what? I thought it was only okay. Everybody was talking about how fucking amazing Afterlife or Season yeah. 3 was. It was like... It didn't basically... take it. didn't improve it. He's just... I think what now it's like, oh, it's how many times can I get cunt in there and like make it as like shocking as possible, but it's not that shocking because we say it all the time. Mm. Anyway. Edge We digress. We yeah. The, I think, original version, the superior version of Return of the Jedi, <laughs> where... You know, things do start to take a turn for the shit because it's all about fucking little cute teddy bears that can take down an ATST. It could not happen. At the finale, Anakin Skywalker, Yoda, and Obi Wan are there mm. as Force ghosts. Yeah. yeah. And it's Anakin played by Sebastian Shaw. Mm. Yeah. Whereas in the Redux version, it was someone else. It's uh, Hayden Christensen, Hayden, they put Someone in else. There. Yeah. Hayden Christenstein appears. I mean, it's just shit and all those extra bits they put in is shit. Yeah. Um, and they also got rid of the Ewoks song, which was a terrible decision. But they that's the iconic sort yeah. of trio. Yeah. yeah. But Force Ghosts start in Empire Strikes Back. Obi-Wan. I know, but this is my choice. <laughs> oh, and right, this okay. is the bit I see. I see. I see. <laughs> Apologies. I thought that... Yeah. 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 Uh, how do you feel about... Uh, Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, so I, I think it must have been the finale. I I wasn't upset about the Rancor riding because we knew it was coming. They yeah. set it up four, five, yeah. three, four episodes beforehand. The mods, fuck. A lot of hate for the guy, the mod guy who spins. And it shit. didn't bother me when I watched <laughs> it. it. I thought I thought that looks kind of stupid, but <laughs> I, I didn't care. I mean, he does it all the time in his movies, and sometimes it looks cool. It's Spy and... Kids, isn't it? It's just been all Spy Kids. Well, he does it in Desperado. I mean, you know, there's scenes of you can put, like, side-by-side -side scenes of What's-His-Chops looking cool doing it, Antonio Banderas, yeah. so... Mm. I think I'm destined not to ab love anything Star Wars again like I did when I was a kid, and I have to accept that. Because I did really like Book of Boba Fett. The, the same thing you were saying, the Tusken Raiders, Western stuff, yeah, yeah. great. And then I, you know, it was a crowd-pleasing, whatever the hell that was, the last couple of episodes, which yeah. it, I enjoyed. It was silly. Because in, in, like, in some of the, I think it's Timothy Zahn books, there's one that's set on the planet that the Rancors are from, and they are sort of like fairly placid animals that people ride around and stuff so it, like that that's not the first time in star wars so, mm. like law that they have been ridden was that no, it's what fine, you, like you said the most umbrage with or just the the mods or so it was daft but you i just really enjoyed it the jumping the shark moment yeah i wasn't yeah. talking about the rancor bit just the whole thing and like you know everyone's on you know just about to die and they just introduce another character and like the fucking wookie who was like had his leg blown off and was shot a million <laughs> times no, he's fine. And yeah, like, the where's the stakes they're, they're here? They're pretty hardy. Anyway, uh, but I enjoyed anyway. it. The, that's the not... bikes, for me, it was wow. just... That's, that's what I was talking about with the spike and stuff. That's so crap, that bit, yeah. Anyway, Force Ghosts from Return of the Jedi. Yeah, good call. Oh, not Empire Strikes Back, I see. Okay. <laughs> um, last week, I spoke about Snow Buddies. Yeah. Uh, this week, it's Spooky Buddies, which I nice. talked to, I re referenced. Uh, and that yeah. sees Mudbud, Butterball, Rosebud, Buddha, and B-Dog <laughs> accidentally summoning the Halloween Hound. Uh, he's using the Candyman method by saying his name three times in a mirror. 
Uh-oh. which was a little detail that I enjoyed. Apparently the hellhound needs to eat the souls of the five puppy siblings and then Pip, a gorgeous beagle puppy, is turned to stone in the first few minutes of the movie and becomes a ghost and has to work with the buddies to stop a warlock from taking over the world. I'm pretty sure you would have guessed that. It's exactly as stupid as it sounds with surprisingly low peril of any kind considering that is actually quite fun material. It's got Diedrich Bader in it who... Has been in loads and loads of stuff that we've reviewed, including we did Penguins and Madagascar. Yeah, yeah, we did, yeah, Christmas. Uh, but he was in Napoleon Dynamite as Rex, the fitness guru guy with oh, amazing. American yeah. trousers. But no puppies were harmed. Oh, in that's right. Yeah. So, Breachy was up for the watch along, wasn't she? Yeah, that's good. Right, it's come back round to me. So here's a spooky one. You'd have seen this week. Yeah, uh, The Ring. Oh, the Japanese one. one. Ringu. Ringu. Oh, yeah. Are you talking about the sequel, original? The original. Sequel to Pingu. I remember this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ringu. Except this time it's about if you watch a videotape one week later, you're going to die. And I know, right. There'll be people and you get a phone call. I was thinking about yeah. this movie earlier. There's been like people who are like less than 20 or whatever that are listening to that be like, watch a what? And get a what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But this was a good um, idea at the time and scary. It, it was really scary. I remember it came out on one of the Channel 4 film nights. So it was late at night on a Sunday and I was out in a house in St. Peter's or something. And it felt spooky already because it was, it was just in the country. And then you've got this, not really any jump scares or anything it's, it's psychological mm. it's more just so she calls out the tv she, yeah yeah, yeah there, there's various kind of it's just hair you just see the the long hair yeah. there's a lot the of music and the score and everything just spooks the the shit out of you pete it was it oh, was a it's tough a lot one. of honestly not, not a chance i mean i know the but film that we're it was rewarding about, like, afterwards it's like, a lot of, like it. scary iconography of the japanese yeah. horror yeah and, yeah hideo nakata was the guy who did it his style has influenced a load of Japanese of Western filmmakers. Well, um, they remade this one, but there was no. Point yeah, well, it's to watch James it. Ward Burkett's pal, right? Gore Verbinski. Did okay. It. Did you see it? Was it any good? Because after I watched yeah. this one, I just thought, well, that's I can't see how it's going to improve on that. And I was, you no, know, probably hipster hipster. The original is better, but the remake <laughs> is pretty good. It's got Naomi Watts. Watts, yeah. yeah. And there's just some things about horses. Nice. Yeah. Mm. I won't be watching any of them. No. Well, not unless I nominate it. So in this section of the top fives, I normally like to try and find some interesting facts or trivia. You couldn't find any facts? No facts at all about ghosts. um, And they don't exist. That I would... Exactly. That is a fact. There's... I also try and find some world records that we can beat because we've nailed a couple of world records on this podcast. We've done the hats and we've done... I mean, we haven't actually done Mm. it, but we can do it. So that's the same. Same Longest distance ejaculation. (laughs) Longest distance ejaculation. And I'm sure... Dan was going to try and beat the making the bed one. None of that. There are no world records because, again, ghosts do not exist. One thing I have got is very as a story, and I'm only going to tell it. I'll tell it quickly. I can only tell it now. Now that I've left my 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 job, because I was told a story about a colleague maybe a few months ago. It's about this like older guy, sort of very quiet and unassuming in the office. I was told this story. It's like, oh, you can't tell anyone. But now I've left that work. I can tell everyone. Tell everybody. Is only a ghost? And the thousands and thousands of listeners. It does involve a ghost. So uh, this was in a previous job that this guy was in, and he was. They'd gone away for business. Him and and a colleague. They were staying in a hotel. They had adjoining rooms, and they've like you know done the you know the um, meeting. They've gone up like you know had dinner, got up, gone to bed. 
And then at about four in the morning, this guy's like sort of burst through like the door of the adjoining room. This like, as I say, older, quiet, unassuming guy. And was like, oh, like turned the light on, woken the guy up. And he was like, fucking, has, has anyone, has anything been in your room? Has anyone been in your room? And he's like, no. And he was like, oh, mate, this is really bad. I've just woken up with, I went to bed and I had my pajamas on. I've woken up and my pajamas were around my, my ankles. I, I, th <laughs> I think I've just been raped by a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> but th this this was not a joke this was like the guy was like deadly serious probably wouldn't want this story repeated but i've just told it but it fucking tickled me especially when you raped do like by a ghost rape there's a guy who's com I mean, completely convinced he's a more grown like, adult yeah who's not that he's like you know he's like shuffled up the bed in his pajamas have like, like rolled down or anything but he was wearing pajamas is a is a weird thing well people do wear pajamas i don't but no, i don't people, some no, anyone do what do you mean? You don't know what anyone who wears pajamas. <laughs> they are a thing, though, right? I know, but no one wears them. Well, what are you calling? <laughs> hang on, what are you calling pajamas? Like trousers, like trousers, full, like, full trousers. Yeah, like a little suit. The bed's like, too uh, warm. Well, it depends too hard. Hard. What about shorts? Like, 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 safari this, this is the suit. part of the story that we're having the most trouble with. That a guy, <laughs> <laughs> that a guy had pajamas on. No, well, clearly he, he got... fell asleep and had a weird dream. Yeah, there you go. Like, there's, there's a million other explanations. As with no, the that million, stories. millions, a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I'm going to go with a million before <laughs> I got raped by a ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, I agree. It sounds agree a, a little bit like you know the uh, the sketch when he he brings his family to the front of the house and they're with the reporters and says, "I I fell into." <laughs> <it."> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's. I, I also have a quiz which we can maybe do in a little bit later. What I will do is go with my second. Guilty pleasure. I'm going to get so much fucking hate for this, but I don't care because I love, I really, 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 really like the films. Pirates of the Caribbean. I really fucking like them. I will put them on quite a lot and watch segments of them. Most specifically, ghost-wise, although there's probably ghosts in all of them, the very first one, the, the Curse of the Black Pearl, the whole crew are cursed mm. to be ghosts. And they have to um, do something with some coins, with some blood and something, and do a ritual to yes. stop being ghosts. Is that the answer to the quiz? No. Is no. it Davy Jones is in one of them or Davy whatever? Jones is in the second and third ones. He's yeah. in both of them. Yeah, the, the first one's the best and one. Even as Davy Jones, you can see his carpal tunnel syndrome where his two fingers are. He's got a big lobster claw for like one hand, but he, he strokes someone's face. You can see his fingers bent back. All right. I turned it off the first one after about an hour. It's bollocks. I, I really like them. I just find them fucking yeah, entertaining. Fun. Yeah. I really like visually the brilliant one, but... uh, and and entertaining and and yeah like easy watching though I'm not talking about like I've got uh, you know I've cleared the fucking I've got a clear night and I'm going to sit down and watch that intently mm. this is like easy watching type go tos but guilty pleasure of mine friend and... of the pod James Ward Burke it was like the art director mm. or something on that wasn't well it? I see yeah. I know what I'm talking about yeah. yeah so yeah cast your mind back to 1996 for. Peter Jackson's movie, The Frighteners. Yeah. Seen that one? No, I've no, not. Oh, I've... it's good. It's really, really well, good. Well, is it? I don't well, know. I haven't seen it for a long time, but I remember, it. I remember enjoying it. Yeah, maybe this is a revisitor, because I have seen this reasonably recently. And oh, okay. It's probably not quite as good as you remember. Well, maybe not. It's Michael J. Fox plays a character. Um, I think yeah. it's called Mr. Bannister or something like yeah. that. And he can see ghosts. And there are sort of, I don't know, maybe this effects of age. A bit, it's a little bit like ghosts. They don't look quite so great. But um, there's lots of different ghost characters. But Lee R. Ermey, yes. the drill sergeant from Full Metal Jacket, is in it as the same 
guy like screaming at him as a ghost. Yeah, right. um, and that's firing the guy, a machine the, gun. Yeah, and that's that the stuff, yeah. that's who I'm putting in. It was Michael J. Fox's last ever film role. Really? What yeah. Is that? Okay. Mm. Well, what about Stuart Little? Well, Two. certainly as the lead, it was his last. Okay. As his mm. last non-mouse film role. <laughs> yeah. He played a doctor or a surgeon or something like that in Scrubs. Who had Parkinson's? Ah, yeah, I remember that. Type, typecast now as a yeah poltergeist. Mm. Seen that one? Yeah, Tube it's Hooper. Tube Hooper. He's credited as the director, but it's more than Basically, a hand. De facto, Spielberg, yeah, Spielberg, it? yeah, and produced it. And then he said that he'd never put anybody what he put through, what put what he put Tobe Hooper through because oh, right. you know, like he would never um, make anybody direct one of his own movies again because he, it was awful the experience they had together. It seems like he was really indecisive on set, and even though. Hooper did a lot of the storyboards and called action a few times. It sounds like more than once Spielberg did the setups for the for the movie. It's great. It's the story of the story of a family being haunted. But you seen it, and it sort of gently escalates from glasses suddenly smashing to cutlery to moving around to bending spoons and and then there's You're scenes with yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> he was there. I, okay. I remember this Always. being just. You know, it obviously looks dated now when you you go back. It's still it, pretty good, but it's you know, well, it's still because of its dating. I think it just makes it more spooky for yeah. me. And and it's the way the intensity like goes the shining for all that sort of low key stuff. And then you got like evil clown puppets, and then carnivorous carnivorous trees, and you have got a guy peeling his own face. And mm. the, yeah, you're enjoying that. And it's all set on an ancient Indian burial ground. Uh, fuck all of that. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm not watching any. Oh, that's I, I, good. I've sort of seen clips and seen things fly across the room. Not uh, in the film, not in yeah. real life, because ghosts don't exist. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I won't watch those. But I'm sure they're brilliant it's just not it's not just my not bag yeah there yeah. was going to be a few like that this week i mean i put spooky buddies in for you and and, and, and all of mine are like basic yeah. kids films and shit so yeah yeah so yeah i can hold my own in this dan okay i'm just i'm just scribbling down the indiana jones one actually there we've got the raiders the arc. yeah raiders yeah. and all the ghosts at that at the end that's a spooky scene right right back there but the one that i was going to talk about was a casper the friendly mm. ghost. I mean, uh, he obviously came from a cartoon character. He wasn't one of those that was made from a toy first or, or you know. He, it's he not as big a, in, over here, though, as it is in America, is it? Because I didn't know Casper in the same way, like cartoons and comics and stuff. Did you? I, no. I, no, I got I got some comics that were, were Casper, so I was aware of it. But it wasn't like the, the mainstream ones. It was an American yeah. thing. Because we were More. like... I never bothered to watch it because I was just like, well, nah. you would have been too old, I think. Yeah. I only caught cool, it for cool. some reason, yeah. you know, because it was 1995. This it's what's her name? Christina Ricci. Yeah. 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 Brad Siebelerbeling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was the, yeah. 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 He, he was the guy that did that. But it made uh, nearly 300 mil this. I mean, it was it was a massive hit. It was, well, it was bigger than that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another Peter Jackson film. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lord of the Rings Return of the King. Yeah. Oh, good one. Now, I read the books before I'd ever seen the films and none of the whole thing, like the men from Dunharan or whatever, the army of the yeah. dead, none of that like bothered me at all. It was sounded cool. It, it played out as pretty cool. And I was fully on board with it. And then when I saw the film, I was like, oh, fucking hell, this is just like, it's just like a save yourself the entire journey and the entire story and just go and get these guys. And they'll just t- fucking total absolutely everything. Well, then, or just get the Eagles to fly you. To well, all the, all the Eagles. But, yeah, yeah, but yeah. in the film, it, 
it's memorable for me because it's a little bit shit. It's yeah. just like a fog that yeah. goes through and just kills yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. Just like a know. slightly yeah. colourful fog. Yeah, like the interaction between the like the the, the main guy yeah, and I'm, and Aragorn is pretty cool. And when they go into the bit like when they go under the mountain and everything is all 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 right. But yeah. then yeah, they just fucking run all over everyone and everything. Yeah. Cheat cheat mode. It is yeah, yeah. and and uh, unfortunately that kind of that that film. I was it was still on a bit of a high at the beginning and it and it kind of tapered off for me and then it went into all the like the Hobbit bollocks. The million hour long ending. Yeah. But did you see the teaser stuff for The Rings of Power? No, I haven't. Yeah. Does it look good? I haven't looked You're not a big fan of this fantasy sort of stuff, are you? Not as not much. Not so as much, are. no. It does look fucking it, like, it's, it's, it's I'm got, up for it. Stonker for it, yeah. And it's they've chucked like almost half a billion at yeah. it. It's like insane amount of money and how it these, looks like how do you need to spend that much i mean are they going old school with the filming because they I had just... to create a real dragon <laughs> wow right <laughs> yeah so that, was, that mean, was 200 they built <laughs> straight off Earth. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it needs it needs to enough. be a, you know mega hit and i'm sure it'll, it'll do well Well, it does but, now yeah yeah you spend a lot of money <laughs> and then the tea's just you don't see a great deal but it just enough to you, just I, I, hook you in early i worry about these things because almost like don't worry yeah, about it game, well i'm gonna like game of thrones almost like fell in on its own on it on itself it started off really really fucking good and was more about like characters and plotline and everything because they didn't have the enormous budgets that they then finished with whereas this is straight out of the gate like you know enormous ridiculous budgets and i'm worried it might kind of just collapse under its own it's, weight it's still less money than jeff bezos's latest super yacht so don't worry right. there's plenty okay. of money there don't worry it's <laughs> cool. all right okay okay maybe i'll stop worrying about it then. that's good news and the entire cast of lost again tv one really really loved lost when it came out the first series was great i was hooked yeah. into it and there were all of these theories being bandied about like Maybe they're all dead and this is all mm. uh, purgatory. And I'm sure someone from Lost said, no, nothing that we've heard. No fan theories are that we've heard are correct about what was. And clearly, as the series went on, they were just Could see right flying by it. the seat of their pants and there was no fucking plan. And they were. <laughs> it was true. They were all in purgatory. They were all fucking dead. Um, they were all effectively ghosts. Yeah. I, I cashed out. Um, I stopped. I was, I was same as you, well into it. First yeah. series, fucking. It was great it. concept, mm. you know, when it first came out. Got really bored with it. It was fucking ludicrous after a while. And then I started seeing my missus, so that's how fucking old it, what it is. Um, and she was still into it. So I got back into it, but I never bothered to go back and fill in the gaps of the ones I hadn't seen. So I saw, probably missed like two and a half series and then saw the last series and a half i uh, never saw any of it that's i didn't see any of it either never yeah. ever interested me mm. but i'm just going back to a comment you made earlier that you don't like claire danes no and i can't I'm just bear thinking, her no. homeland never seen that no i watch it good oh, it's good wow. it's good what a, what a, she's meant to be really missing. irritating in it great she'll be good at that <laughs> yeah the first two seasons that are good no yeah. ghosts in it though i don't think no i'm out i'm out <laughs> do you ever watch tv yeah, occasionally. Yeah, yeah me yeah. too. So that's good because I've got a couple of TV ones okay. for you. The Sopranos, season two, episode nine is called From Where to Eternity. And it's where Chris Moltisanti is just emerging from his coma. He's been shot and he's got a message for Tony and Paulie Walnuts. He's had this dream that his father's being shot every night and he's told him three o'clock. Uh, of course, he's also really high on morphine and all sorts of stuff at the time. But Paulie's freaked out about it and he eventually uh, goes to see a psychic 
who has it's one of those cool unexplained moments that they have in the sopranos where suddenly the psychic is he's not even talking to paulie and he's going wait everybody calm down everybody can't you're all speaking really loudly and it's obviously all the voices of all the people that paulie has killed and he names one charlie who's charlie and mm-hmm. paulie is obviously freaked out and throws a, a sort of a homophobic insult at them throws a chair and leaves the room but those were real ghosts yeah. but definitely definitely real was uh, ghost watch does anybody remember this it was seared into my subconscious uh, despite only having seen it once it aired on bbc2 in 1992 pipes pipes yeah i do remember that yeah it i was quite scared by that yeah. freaked me the fuck out this one it was like a documentary with michael parkinson and sarah michael Green, who done, <laughs> yeah uh, I, I was pretty scared by this well because it nothing had really, really ever been done like it before it was this sort of jokey mockumentary before that was even a thing and it's like going out to this house that's supposedly haunted and it's supposed to, it's all being live and michael parkinson's in the studio uh, and then viewers are phoning in and adding little bits of plot to the story and it all suddenly escalates towards the end and goes really freaky with pipes. Pipes. Yeah. <laughs> that is quite spooky. <laughs> yeah. And it, he was a cool, like, villain as well because he wasn't one of these that had, like, a tragic backstory or something. He was just a dick in real life and then uh, he was a dick when he was a ghost. But, yeah, they had over 30,000 complaints about this because people thought it was real, including me. I remember coming yeah. into the school and being you like, complained what about it? No, I didn't complain about it. But, yeah, going to school and, like... Mm. You believed you in this? ghosts at this point. No, I'd... <sighs> Because I've got this, I've got this thing where I'm like anything to do. I, I, I think I've heard about that, and then there's loads of these like ghost hunter. It would be like Derek Akora would have like nicked this as the concept right. for his yeah. bullshit. So stuff like that. It's like I like to like belittle it, yeah. but I'm also fucking terrified of it. Like, so I don't believe in ghosts, but would I stay in like a haunted mansion by my in a no. common haunted mansion by myself overnight? Absolutely not. I don't want to stay anywhere by myself. I'm, <laughs> I'm fucking. I, I get, know, that I get so right. lonely so quickly. But yeah, so that I wouldn't have. I'd like to belittle it, but it's because I'm scared of it. It's, yeah, I remember it, and it was terrifying. Yeah. yeah, it was. There'll be some people listening to this going, "Fuck yeah, I remember that." Mm. Mm. Well, I've got another spooky one. Ghost Town. It Ricky was, Gervais. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. It's not shit. I mean, it's it's average. It's it's light viewing. Ricky Gervais is he plays just somebody eking through life, yeah. and and then he dies, but they revive him, and when he comes back, he can see ghosts. He can see dead people, and and they all want a favour from him. And there's a few laughs in it, as you'd expect from Gervais. Although I don't think he was involved in in writing it i think it was it was somebody else but it was his first leading film role does he mock people with a disability at some probably um another vanity project what not this this one and it was yeah i remember watching it 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 was a a few laughs you knew where it was going to go pretty much but it did have a slightly different view of of ghosts and wandering around without the horror you know, it, mm. it was trying to bring a bit of comedy into it. So there was that one. Also, uh, another comedy one be The Simpsons. I mean, they're always bringing in ghosts into I couldn't remember of a particular episode, but there's definitely tons of ghosts in well, The Simpsons. Well, the Treehouse of Horror stuff. They, mm. they, they they tend to be the ones, I've yeah. just remembered a TV series. Anyone remember Rent-A-Ghost? Yeah. 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 Is that, I hated it. Is any, yeah, yeah. Timothy Claypole and Dobbin and, and yeah, all of that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that could be a kids' TV show. Oh, it was bad oh. then. I don't, I, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. I, yeah. I can remember the theme tune kind of, Rent yeah. a Ghost. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I prefer the pink windmill, which is a euphemism. So that that quiz that I was talking about, the the, the steaks aren't there, didn't you? The sweet? No, the no, not steaks. It's uh, more sweet than oh, savoury, oh. Regs. But we've. <laughs> Yeah, so we've got some more prizes to be won here. And this is like winner-takes-all type stuff. There are, in fact, four packets of drumsticks, but one that I think Dan's going to be looking at, which is the rainbow belts. Oh, my Lord. They are... They Look are at them. Glittery, yeah. yeah. Shining. They are like, yeah, some little, sour, little sour rainbows of right. delight. Right, let's do this. You have my attention. Okay, so this, this quiz is from the Encyclopedia, Encyclopedia Britannica website. So obviously it's a very serious kind of, you know, body. But as you'll see with the quiz is that they even run out of like ideas and there's some recurring themes in this. So it's all true or false questions. I, I'll get true. Sort of Reeks has gone true for the first. So I'll just ask the question and then quickly get your true or false. So question number one, according to descriptions or depictions provided by believers, a true ghost always appears in the likeness of a living being. True or false? False. Like, true. Always, in the eyes of believers, it's always a living being. There yeah. are no, so no, like ghostly chairs <laughs> or like zombies, but what, like cats. I, feel, I suppose I it like, is always a living being. I feel like you're overthinking this. It's true or false? It's fifty-fifty. Just go oh, for it. Fuck. False. False. And you said false. I did. Uh, and you said true. No, it is in fact false. So that's a damn point, it. A Do point. I win one of these? Next no, question. The same at the moment. So it starts off kind of fairly mundane. Ghost stories exist in all kinds of literature, from folk tales to religious works to modern horror stories. True or false? Side. Okay. <laughs> well, that is true. Yeah. I'd say it's true. Well, you'd all be right, and you'll yes, get a point. Yes. <laughs> Just hang in there. And now it starts going off at a bit of a tangent. All bats <laughs> with white or grey fur are considered ghost bats. Let's start with you this, for, this time, Dan. <laughs> I would say false. Did a child write that question? I would say false because I've never heard anyone describe that kind of bat as a ghost bat. Uh, I'm going to say true because I'm lagging behind and I need to go. You went false, you went false. Yeah, and you, you went true. It's false. Damn so it. You're, you're, Damn it, my strategy. As Shane Warne would say, you're under the pump. Right, question four. Losses in four rounds. Bearing in mind, this is an Encyclopedia Britannica quiz. Losses in four rounds put a player in the word game Ghosts out of the game. Reeks. What? <laughs> yeah. What? Come on, Reeks. It's been clear enough. I Losses don't think you need in, within four rounds put a player in the word game Ghosts out of the game. True or false? So if you if you're playing ghosts and you lose what in four rounds, you, you're out. Yes or no? What is ghosts? I don't know. N no. <laughs> so false. False. <laughs> I'll say true. True. It's false. Oh, oh Reeves goes Reeves come on. Takes a making a non-decision. Well, look. how how long is this quiz? Is uh, it there's like... only ten questions. We've only done four. Forever. There's a lot of procrastinating on your part, though, Reeves. So if you could just maybe quick, okay. just tell right. me what your next five answers are now. <laughs> Belief in ghosts is based on the ancient notion that a human spirit or soul is separable from the body. True or false? True. 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 Yeah, true. It's true point each okay we're in the home straight now guys and only one kind of ghost bat <laughs> can, the fuck is it about ghost bats i don't know can can be found outside central or south america only one kind of ghost bat can be found outside central or south america true or false reeks it's true because there's only like a tiny place in the world because the where they've ever even heard true. of ghost bats that's false 
It is indeed true. Ah, oh. yeah. Reese knows his bats. Yeah. This one I, I looked at before, and I'm not even sure I know. Anyway, both both distinct ghost dance cults. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then there's a comma, and then it said, attempts by Native Americans in the 19th century to re- rehabilitate their original cultures were entirely divorced from Christianity. I don't true. understand the question. It sounds true. Like it has to be true. True, true. True. It's false. Yes. Uh, no one knows what that means. No. <laughs> when his, his more recurring themes here. When the ghost terminology is removed from the word game ghosts... <laughs> The game is called End B. Yeah, definitely. That makes complete sense. True. True. No, that's not true. False. They, they just put the ghost it, back it's in. It's true. Reeves, Reeves knows, Reeves his, knows his ghost. Big ghost fan. Yeah. Wow. I think Reeves uh, has won this. Only he? two more questions. Really? In many societies, <laughs> funeral rituals are believed to be to prevent the ghost from haunting the living. Well, but in many societies they're not. So, but in, true, yeah, true. In many, true, true, are, false. false, true, true, false. Well, it's true. So, Reese, oh, he's bottling it in the final. And finally, and I think it's a good one to finish on. Ghost bats, like vampire bats. <laughs> <laughs> ghost bats feed on blood as a key part of their diet. True. False. True, it's false. But of course, it's false. They're even <laughs> they're vampire bats don't yeah, do that either. Fucking up. Well, well, I've made shat myself so, at the end. Well, I think you've just. I'm. I'm just be happy yeah, with some exciting. rainbow. It, it was close. Unfortunately, Sidey, you came last and with four. Craven, you got six out of ten. Yeah, but no, but Reed, you know you you know your ghost and your ghost bats yeah. because you got seven out of ten. Yeah. Ooh, well done. So wow. the, uh, the drumsticks and and laces. Well, I'm just going to take a packet of something here. Nice squashy drumsticks. Uh, did you want to rattle through oh, okay, final... through my last ones? That's cup. all going to have to stay in because ghost bats now is now a thing because yeah. it's already in next so week's. So it just intro. goes to show how thin on the ground, like how the <laughs> slim pickings that the Encyclopedia Britannica had with ghosts, because that ghost bats got three mentions. But I wanted to mention if someone else wants to talk about Ghostbusters, they should do. And the, obviously the, the film that always comes up in the top five that Dan's already mentioned, no one's actually spoken about, don't want to steal anyone's thunder, but I want to go Harry Potter. Money Metal. Well, specifically, there's quite a few. There's there's uh, Nearly Headless Nick mm. and there's Moaning Myrtle. And is it the Grey Lady? It's quite hot. Yeah. Yeah, like she's yeah, the, the, the missing, the lost diadem, whatever that is. I think it's some kind of sex toy. Sounds like it. Yeah. It sounds like quite a lot of ghost content. There's a lot of ghosts in Harry Potter. Yeah, there's there's ghosts that... I mean, I don't know even like the paintings. Are they ghosts? Because it's usually people that died, like Dawn French, like the the singing lady and and all that. Dawn French has died. No, no, no. no. She's uh, she's now... She's alive, but she is a painting. (laughs) Dawn French. Well, Slimer then. Slimer from Ghostbusters. Oh, the lady in the library. Yeah. At the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. And the blowjob ghost in The Shining oh, at yeah. the very end. And also Bill and Ted from Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Are ghosts for yeah. a lot of it. Yeah. Which is a good film. Best sequel ever. Yeah. What? Mm. Are you hanging your hat on that? 
doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm out. I'm out. It is good, though. It yeah, is, it's great. It is good. I, best sequel ever. It's good. Good call. Good shout. It's not. The Conjuring was where I was going to finish up. James Wan um, is a director I really like. Bissaka. But, James yeah. Wan Bissaka. <laughs> But it's about the real-life sort of ghost-busting couple, Ed and Lorraine. What are they called? Ed and Lorraine. Kelly. Warren. <laughs> but it's Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's pretty good. I mean, apart from the I fact like that it's Wilson. like... Sh- yeah, no, and these movies are all really good, uh, even though, because I don't believe in ghosts, they just don't scare me or anything at all, and a lot of it is astral projection and other Interesting stuff. Lorraine Kelly fact is that <laughs> yeah. um, the guy... That cuts my hair. Philip's he's a barber. He used to be a runner on uh, for ITV, mm-hmm. and he was on. Would it have been Loose Women or something like that? Anyway, he had to go and get something for Lorraine Kelly and take it to her. And when he went into her dressing room, every single surface, and I mean walls, the ceiling, the fucking tables, everything had pictures of what's that stupid Dicks. kid who went missing? Madeline, 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 Madeline McCann. McCann. Everywhere, every single surface, and he's like. What the fuck? So there you go. Wow, that's odd. Yeah, that is weird. That's weird. Yeah, like a shrine. Yeah. yeah, maybe she did it. Yeah. I mean, I was just gonna rant on about how all these movies that I really like are based on the, these horrible fraudsters who did all this damaging shit mm. in real life and convinced really vulnerable people to, you know, and they cashed in on all that yeah. misery. But I really like the movies, so that's conflicting, isn't it? Mm. It's a bit like religion about- in that sense. <laughs> Yeah, Lorraine mm. Kelly's shrine. Yeah, it's shrine. To- should we? Should we have some sort of exorcism and get like rid that. of most of these and leave it at four? I know what I'm putting in. In any case, I've got mine. Me too. Ghost Watch. I'm putting in Ghost Watch. Watch Hypes. it. Hypes. Dan. Hypes. Build it, and they will come on it's your a back. Field of dreams. <laughs> Pete. Oh, I, I'm torn between the, the, the brothers in Stardust and the crew of the Black Pearl. Uh, I'll go for Stardust because it go, sounds interesting. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go. They're, they're not even a main theme in the film, but they're just, yeah, they're they're in there and it's I like the film. Mm. So, yeah, Stardust, the oh, brothers. The woman in black is a nailed on certainty <laughs> for me, yeah. And then your favourite ghost thing. <laughs> Well, it's the return of Peter, so it's the return of cheese. Yeah, not not for the first time this year. We we did have some cheese a couple of weeks ago, but this is the return of my cheese subscription, which I had to park for a little while whilst I was being a dickhead doing veganuary. <laughs> but I'm back from that. I've brought three cheeses along with me tonight. All of these new ones to us we've mm. we've not had before. I'll try and I'll do them in in reverse order. I think reverse of yeah. yeah. How do you reverse them? Yeah. I, I was in like least favourite. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. I, I, I thought you guys would be so switched on to that. Which I thought you were going to work which from regions is, furthest from us. And which one come. are you saying is the worst out of the, that, the that chalky one. one? Yeah. It is a disappointment because it, it looked very interesting. An historic cheese. The fouille is a chestnut leaf and is more than decorative. The leaves are harvested in the autumn, applied when the cheese is fresh. The leaves are crucial to the development of the cheeses. As they are dry when they are applied, uh, they are applied. They absorb moisture from the cheese, which is gradually returned from them during the maturation, allowing the paste to break down under the leaf. 
you can see that it's an interesting yeah, but it doesn't process lend itself it doesn't to... actually deliver a great deal the texture is is poor yeah. Chal- it's, it's chalky it, you... there's a slight sort of hint of piss in the flavor of it yeah somehow. it looks like a tramp's bar of soap or something like that it's <laughs> a would, great description i wouldn't go back for that one no it's although i've eaten quite a bit yeah it's uh yeah it's, it's a goat's cheese actually it's, yeah, 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 you can tell. By yeah, looking at sort it. of like a harder goat's cheese, which is which is weird. And the leaf doesn't do anything really. It's just fucking pretentious bollocks, like uh, Patterson. The <laughs> next one is the I think it's this one, the Tom de Savoy, which is a, a semi-firm, young, unpasteurized cheese from the French Alps. It has a distinct thick grey rind mm. with yellow or red molding and a beige or straw-coloured curd. The flavour is mild, soft, and fruity. That's a cow's cheese from France. It's it's all right. It's if you whack a load of pickle with it, it's yeah. It's not it, a standout. It it's isn't a standout. The next one though, I think, is the winner tonight. It's actually I'm a fan. It's the Neufchâtel Villiers, which is very poignantly in the shape of a heart, given that it is Valentine's today. Yes, Valentine's such is our Day commitment today. to the podcast. We yeah. have all abandoned our We've other halves. We've all fucked our birds right off so that we can yeah. be here to eat yeah. cheese. And I think we all agree we enjoy each other's <laughs> company more than our own partners. Am I, am I speaking for myself then? 100%. Neufchâtel is a traditional soft white table cheese originating from the village of Neufchâtel-en-Bray in the North Normandy. It is one of France's oldest cheeses, dating back as far as 1035, and it was granted AOC status in 1969. This artist's anal, Neufchatel, (laughs) has a grainy, close-textured and thick paste covered with a soft, downy, velvety, bloomy rind, matured for eight to ten weeks. The taste and texture is reminiscent of a common bear, mushroomy, rich, nutty, and slightly yeasty. I just don't have the vocabulary to describe anything. Well, like neither that. do I. I just read out from a bit of paper that I get given. Uh, I but thought they were your own tasting notes. Maybe. Maybe. It's a little bit like Ronnie Barker. I'm, I've been ghostwriting for myself yeah. for, for, for many <laughs> years, and I'll do a big reveal one day. Your subscription, Pete, is that something that you've renewed? or I've kept it going you've for... You've just kept it going. Over a year now, yeah. Or what, though? What was the... Or what, what, what stolen it from... <laughs> Yeah, I, w- I wasn't sure if you'd been originally bought as a present. I uh, that's exactly. I was bought it as a present for six months, and then such was my enjoyment. Oh. I have picked it up, and I now have a standing order that t- puts twenty pounds straight into the uh, bank account of these guys, and then I pick up a, a little bag of cheese every month. And and now it's a, a segment that allows us to slide almost seamlessly into. Well, it does segue. Mm. Very yeah, nicely, in fact. Into before you do, can I just shout out the gunpowder relish again? Thank you. Sorry, but sorry to that. That gunpowder doesn't really... segue quite as neatly, <laughs> but still, it's pretty good. Segways very nice into this week's movie, which Riggs you nominated. Yeah, a ghost story. What do you think? The, the album. So when you the album, the the poster art, whatever it is, has a sort of what you could describe as like a novelty looking ghost on it. Yeah, and that is exactly what we have in the movie yeah that's the kind of the big takeaway yeah mm. yeah it's, it's yeah. a guy with a, a sheet, a sheet on his head, head. yeah yeah mm. yeah that classic child's yeah. iconography yeah. yeah and that was uh, we're gonna spoil story. all this aren't we so we should probably warn people um, yeah as always we will be spoiling so if you want to see it before 
you listen to us spoil it and go ahead and do that. Which you probably should do. It's not all that long, I don't think. 90 so, minute um, runtime, this mm, one. Yeah, yeah, because we are going to spoil it. So, yeah. yeah. Well, go on then. Well, I think when it starts, I think the first thing you notice is the as- is the aspect ratio, really, isn't it? Yeah, it's like <clears> one of those old sort of photographs that you mm. see. With the round edges. Yeah. I, yeah, yes. I did actually notice for the first time in my life, I noticed something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did you, do you like know what the, as, the aspect ratio is? I do. It's one thirty-three one. Yeah. <laughs> Which obviously was a uh, you know an artistic choice of the director. Yeah, and, I'm uh, always immediately a bit uh, about aspect ratios, but um, and, and what would that display that otherwise it wouldn't if they'd have chosen a, a well, another? it does and it does less, doesn't it? it has well, the effect of trapping people in a smaller area on the. So effectively, what he's done here is just then closed that space yeah. down. Mm, yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. So it's the story of I think unnamed M and C. Yeah, which is just their actor names. M C Hammer. <laughs> yeah, they have moved into this house, which is as much a character, I guess, as anyone else in this thing. Yeah, yeah. and I don't think it's immediately apparent, but it, it sort of becomes clear that there's their relationship is strained. Yeah, well, we do see them being tender. Sort of, but there's a scene where he's fiddling around with the piano and she comes to speak to him and she never comes into focus in the shot Mm. while she's speaking and he never looks around at her. And so I was like, oh, they're they're not getting on. Oh, God, I'm terrible for doing that, though. I watch that and that's, you know, especially when I'm working. It it seemed they got to a position where they were taking each other for granted a little bit. Yeah, it was that sort of part of the relationship. And... um. She, for whatever reason, wanted to to leave this house. And yeah, she'd been because she was she was googling and looking at other properties on her computer and saying something to him. And he wanted to stay for some reason. He had more of a connection to this place. The piano that was in the house was yeah. there when they moved in, and he's been using it because he's a musician, a sort of composer, I, I guess, struggling kind of not failed musician, but he's just he's doing his own thing and. Well, they were a young couple, aren't yeah. they? They're early on in their career. They're married. He's pursuing his dream. Yeah, it's Casey Affleck and Rooney, Rooney Mara. Mara. It's a fairly modest house, isn't it? It's yeah. just like one floor. It's similar to the sort of static things in the, the oh my God, the David Lynch film that mm. we watched the midweek yeah, mention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A straight yeah. story, and this yeah. is a ghost story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sort of a more modern version of, of those kind of static yeah. house, homes. So we we sort of set up this not not great relationship going on but they're okay they do have their moments and then there's a there's a night where they're in bed together and they hear a noise well just before that they're having a conversation which i think is thematically important because she says they are talking about whether they want to whoever was mentioning it that whether they're going to move or not and she says that she likes to hide things in places before she leaves in case she ever returns and she says that you know there's a piece of me waiting here in the house, which I think becomes, you know, sort of thematically Massive important. important. It yeah. was one of those films you'd probably want to watch with the subtitles because it was a, a little bit mumbly in places Ugh. for me. Maybe it was uh, for you as well. Yeah, you absolutely. Yeah, no, so, I, I watch all films with the subtitles yeah. on, so yeah. yeah. Well, but there's barely any dialogue for the first 25, 30 minutes. Of mm. Closed yeah. captions <laughs> better. There's can... long sequences that are very static yeah. and... Um, We'll, we'll get on to how people felt about that. Yeah. But yeah, so they have a... Often very beautiful yeah. as well, especially mm. the outside shots. 
they they have this the nighttime thing where they're in bed and they do hear a noise it's the piano sort of mm. bang like something bangs against the piano and makes noise and they get up to investigate but nothing but we're watching a film called A Ghost Story, so yeah. you're thinking, well, you know, it's going to be something. Yeah, it it's going to be something. We get a moment where they just get back into bed and we actually just watch them fall asleep. Well, they're sort of going to have sex. Yeah, but then it just and, doesn't... But doesn't he say, we can move? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he does. Oh, okay. He, he, Are you sure it isn't this... that she says, we can stay? No. He no. says, we can, says oh, okay. He says, okay, we can right. go. Got it. And then there's like a load of strange shots of light in the universe. And then we're outside the house and then we're watching smoke drift mm. across the screen. Barbecue, I guess. Yeah. yeah. But it, it's not, it's, it's not, not a barbecue, side. It, it? What it is, it's a, uh, it's an auto wreck. It's yeah. yeah. He's dead in the front of the car and it kind of breaks to the scene in the hospital where. Well, just one thing I really liked about that. You don't see. It's like your own death. It's completely unknowable. It's just you see the aftermath, obviously, because we're getting to a different perspective, yeah. but because it happens off screen in such a small budget movie, mm. you know. Well, he, he went to bed, he woke up one day and he's dead. Mm. You know, that was kind of it. The, mm. And they shoot it very quickly like that. And then you're, you hear sounds of the hospital and questions being asked. I think she's there with the nurse and said, can I have a minute? Well, she's and presumably there to identify the body. Yeah. Which I didn't really get that because surely there's no need. Well, it becomes it's thematically important. Maybe once the, they've... Well, the sheets and stuff. <laughs> yeah. But like, there's no, there's no like, question mark about who it was, is what no, I mean. But maybe, maybe it was once they've been pronounced dead at I the scene. I thought it was a formality or whatever. formality but, yeah. of... Mm, I of guess so. Anyway, it doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. And yeah. then, it, like a few other shots that we're going to talk about, it just... It stays on him. Stays yeah. on it's, the the body from the hallway, shot into the the theatre where Casey Affleck's character C is under the the sheet that he's been pulled over as a dead body, and then it's kind of that little comedy moment, isn't there? Almost where he just twitches his head. It, it was a far more underwhelming version of the scene where Jon Snow comes back to life yeah. just like <laughs> hovers and you know you like you know what's going to happen really yeah. like yeah. you know that that that, that he's going to move or whatever come to life but he just kind of sits up with a sheet on his head yeah. and somehow it portrays like the confusion the surprise the confusion uh, uh, it never un- once looks stupid no it's got like sad eyes yeah the way they're cut he looks well but it does confused it to me it, yeah. exactly or is yeah. it just a mask for you to project yeah. your own because at no point he's making any expressions yeah, at all course. or anything well we um, watched frank mm, yeah where michael fassbender had the you know the the papi mache head on and although that had you know, a lot more lines of dialogue in yeah. it than this, but still, he was able to convey a lot. And it's the same sort of thing with this, with just sort of some physical acting. You're picking up loads of things that are, mm. yeah, you know, probably quite difficult S- to achieve. Se- seemingly impossible yeah. to to achieve the the surprise and confusion yeah. on he, somebody yeah. under a sheet. But it that's that's what I got from it as well. And it was maybe just the little movements and. All of a sudden, he's he's kind of up on his feet, and well, he eventually wanders through 
the hospital out of there in, and starts going well, home. Well, it's, 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 here's, a chance, here's a chance to yeah. just go. Because the doorway door, just opens. Door of light and he just, yeah. Mm, yeah. no, got, got some stuff to finish first or whatever. I, I really like that because it just sort of like, it just takes any of the sort of notion of like God or anything out of it because he just, you know, at that moment that he chooses, right. You know, what's going on. He's cho- chosen not to go to the next stage. This is the rest of it. It's not dealing with that mm. aspect of it. We're going on mm. this part of the yeah. journey now. But then like you say, he does eventually wander back to the, uh, to the house. Back yeah. Home. Just yeah. sort of stands and wonders. That's <laughs> watching a uh, grieve. But he, yeah. He, he, the robes, you see him walking across the countryside and stuff, and it could look ridiculous, but the, the sheet, it kind of flows and yeah, even in the hospital, there was just creases in the in the sheet. It must. I don't well, know whether it was just a normal sheet or whether they've. He it had just a sounds sheet. a bit mental to be even, talking about how good this, a sheet is. Even but. at this part, when they get by the time he's obviously walked from the hospital wherever that is to the home, you can see that the the sheet is a little bit like muddy. It gets messy, a little yeah, bit does, dirty, yeah. even though. He's obviously, yeah. you know, not of this world, and no one can see him, and you know. He had, I think he had like a hoop or something around him and then a few petticoats and then the, the sheet or maybe a couple of sheets to, to give it that look because right. it, it wasn't just one sheet that they chucked over his head. Yeah. But, yeah, but he's, he's got, we haven't mentioned it, it's got the eye holes, like the iconic mm. kind of eye holes in the sheet, like the, the, the poster. Although it just at no point can you see anything beyond that. It's very dark. You can't see eyes or features or no, anything no, nothing, through nothing the nothing holes. Yeah. So he just kind of watches in the house. He sees how... She is grieving. The She's listening. A, a, previous, well. a previous scene that we've had her listen to one of his songs and she just gets up and walks off and now she's listening to it again. I think the lyrics of the song are quite important if you read them like it's yeah. all about the film, whatever. But time sort of starts to, to pass, you know. There's one shot where it's her sort of leaving three times and that you don't know exactly how long because thing, time that shot. time's really important in this. Yeah. So yeah. you don't know whether that's her going coming back three times a day or is that like months or years you just don't know but obviously time does move on because she starts to move on and she, yeah. she moves on from the house and she moves on to another but I, th- I think the pie we've, eating we've scene is one worth, oh, yeah, we did. One worth covering yeah. now I, I I actually went back because at, at one point did you time it? yeah I yeah. went back and, I, and from the second she sits down and bearing in mind she's already been in the shot and so is he he's in the background she's like got the pie picked it up got a cut got a fork or whatever then turned around and sat down from the point where she sits down to when she like, and, and starts eating the pie to when she like gets up to four go and be sick. That's four minutes yeah. exactly mm-hmm. of just watching a woman <laughs> eating a pie. And yeah, it's probably got to be the most realistic portrayal of the sort of grief that you've ever seen yeah. in a movie. Um, just watching this sort of really intimate thing. And you, he's kind of in the background you can sort of see him, but at some points you're not even aware that he's there. Yeah. Even yeah. though he's st- suddenly you're looking like, oh, right, there he is just yeah. standing there. Yeah. And then she just pukes it all up into the gut-wrenching stuff. But yeah, f- four minutes. Wow. And and at this point, the, there hasn't been any dialogue at all, the, well, audible dialogue anyway, like since their like, night in bed before he's died. So mm. probably 15 minutes at least has kind of passed, gone by with absolutely no dialogue at all in the film. The pie that she ate was the first pie that she'd ever eaten. Yeah, I found that hard to believe. It was vegan chocolate. Yeah. You probably had a few in January, <laughs> did you? Yeah. I had some vegan, yeah, yeah, galaxy chocolate bars that were vegan or whatever. So is that, 
explained in the film or is no. that research? Research, yeah. When you say the first pie she'd ever eaten... In real life, the actress Rooney Mara... Had, had never, never eaten, eaten a pie, pie before. Doesn't that seem weird? I think that's the strangest part. Of I mean, I've never like, eaten a whole pie like that no, she'd before. never eaten a pie. Never, never eaten a pie? Yeah. I've got a photo of you in the pie zone. You have, yeah. actually. Yeah, in Australia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so definitely eaten a pie before. <laughs> yeah, I've I thought eaten that was all weird. of them. Well, she, she didn't keep this pie down long anyway. And as you say, time in this film is quite important and the the jumps get seem to get bigger and bigger actually because there's one scene where she comes back with a guy and there's an expression there again of you know his i know anger is is his feelings yeah. um for him it may not have seemed so long but i mean looking back and speaking about it now it could have been Years, yeah. You, know. you, you do see passing of seasons and stuff like you know mm. winter and summer and autumn and all of that. Yeah, but and it's but it's all done in like these quite jarring cuts. Mm. You don't always know. It takes you a moment. You're sort of like him, yeah. catching up timeline. Like where am I? Mm. Yeah. And, and with and with that scene with the with the other guy, it never focuses on them, or maybe very late in the mm. in the shot, it focuses on it. it's like from his perspective, and yeah. and you know what's going on, but you're not actually probably like him like not actually wanting to watch it it's kind of like he knows what's happening but it's not well, he in does focus that, that yeah. ghost that ghost trick of moving stuff and well he does yeah he makes some books fall like not there and then i don't think but he makes some books like fly off the shelves doesn't he yeah well and one of the books that falls off is house or haunted mansion or something no it's it falls um, open on a particular passage that mm. means something uh to her she's not long for this Th- world? What? Then out of the house, is she? It, it kind of moves on soon after I love this. that scene, though. It's the one you were talking about where she leaves three times yeah. and it's shot from his perspective as he loses. And you get this sense of her moving on and dealing with her grief. And then oh, it, healing, the, yeah. the song kicks in and it's a really swirling score and she drives off hopefully into a new life sort of thing. I honestly before, thought that was the end of uh, the film. Before to- she does, sorry, she... <laughs> writes a note on a bit of paper yes, she's and folds it and slips it into like a you know, <coughs> crack, a crack in the wall. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. my, my sense of time was all skewed because some of the shots are really long and you're like four minutes of watching someone eat. Yeah. It's a fucking long time. If you just do something for four minutes, you know, you realise. Well, it's the first 25, 30 minutes is slow. And, and it's, it? it is slow going. And I thought when she drove, I thought, oh, that's going to be like, this must be like the end, you know. And, uh, it's like check the 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 runtime. We're only forty five minutes mm. in at that point, and I was on the verge of, at this point of getting a little bit bored. I think I'd messaged Pete about it, and I was oh god, yeah, still forty five minutes. But things start to not the pace doesn't increase if you like, but it starts to get a lot lot of more interesting stuff yeah, starts. It to, not that it wasn't interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm not articulating it very well, but it starts to get more. There's a lot more stuff to process and think about in the second half of the film. Yeah, yeah. and and also you, you, there's a there's a bit more intrigue because obviously she's gone off, but you stay. He stays in yeah. the house. Yeah, exactly. so you're staying with him. So now it's kind well, of well, you're well, suddenly what, it's the... not the story because it's not ghost. Right. It's not those two. But it's there's also else. he's also seen another ghost in in the house that's kind of like neighbouring. Hello, and they have sometimes. an amazing like conversation which <laughs> yeah. involves like clearly like waving under the sheets, but then some actual. I'm waiting. You know, it's like, uh, Hello, I'm waiting. hi. Yeah, I'm then, waiting for someone yeah. who I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. It's so sad, isn't mm. it? It's kind of 
both funny because yeah. he's in like or, or the other ghost is in a in a flowery kind of sheet and <laughs> yeah. again it's just got some of the the acting underneath the sheet is fine he <laughs> yeah. turns around and it's the the surprise oh i thought you was someone are oh, you yeah, yeah there's you know. even a bit where it just goes oh it just uh, yeah <laughs> they're not even communicating in any yeah. way it just it's, like it's subtitled it just says oh but you can just almost like see oh. like the, the yeah, yeah. slumping under the sheet. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, it is and, amazing how it's done. And now it it sort of changes to be about the the actual location. Another family moves in to to the house, which kind of upsets him and angers him, and he starts to do the proper well, ghost stuff. I think stuff. it always was about the location. Yeah, yeah. but but it's more for the audience now. You start mm. to see how the, the story progresses, and he starts to do the real classic ghost stuff. He picks up a a cup yeah uh, and then he starts poltergeisting you know chucking all the plates on the well, floor well the director literally said he wanted to recreate the scenes yeah. from poltergeist but from the ghost perspective so that family i think get spooked and moved moved out and then i think is the next sequence the house party which has got keisha mm. he's a pretty rubbish musician but anyway and a guy does this big the longest chunk of dialogue that we get in the movie where he he explains yeah. about time and Beethoven and things that are going to be in human consciousness forever, no matter he's what. Sort of, it's quite a nihilistic take. It's quite. Yeah. He's sort of he's talking well. about the pointlessness of existence and creativity if we all end up dying, dying in a fiery inferno. But that sort of human will to do it anyway and to be remembered through time, through yeah. acts of artistic expression. It was Legacy. an interesting scene because yeah. it was... It, you know, it, it obviously it had like relevance to to like the film, but I I, I was also sat thinking like, oh god, imagine being at a party and fucking listening to this guy like bang on. Well, yeah. it's also wrong as well, him, uh, yeah, because the ghost is standing right behind yeah. you, who's proof that it's not quite as simple as he makes it out to be. Yeah, he's bald as well. So, but they're squatters, I think. They're not living in the gaff. They're just they've just rocked up and are mm. partying there. What happens next? Is it? Ne- is I think it, it gets demolished. That is it cut back to him then? on his own again yeah. in the house mm. and this was a genuine jump scare for me I fucking shit myself I worked with the digger <laughs> with the, well, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. picking away at this and he's been doing this for a little while there's a, this message that's been put into the crack in the wall it's what's keeping him there or it seems to be anyway it yeah. seems to be his focus and obviously he can't just reach in and grab it so but it, it, it seems to be the most frustrating job in the world where he's just Picking, mm, you know, getting yeah. all his energy. It's like into Sisyphus his as well, you know. The guy was doomed to push the boulder up to the top of the hill, and then it rolls right down and just the keeps, side, like, keeps you know, coming. Just a task that can't be achieved because you can see he's just got a sheet. Yeah, yeah, and that—that's obviously his like reason for being. When mm. like the the sheet in the other house, the ghost in the other house, it's the waiting for someone who doesn't even know why. It's like that seems to be the thing that compels them to keep existing. Yeah, well, it's important because when they destroy the house, she says, the other ghost says in the the debris of the house, she says, I don't think they're they're coming. coming, They're just crumples. Literally just, yeah. Which I took to mean she was also bound to the house, but the destruction of the house was the thing that let her go. Yeah, Yeah. I think there's a few different ways to read into it and it's it's one of those films isn't it it's gonna be yeah it's you, your own experiences and filters are gonna there's a lot here for you bringing different different meaning but you're right that that was the the jump scare moment i think in it mm. where you kind of see it because he's just about in the corner of the screen he yeah. seems to be just about to get the piece of paper yeah. as well and, and then just smash because like, it wasn't that kind of ghost story you know where you're 
scared you know yeah. it's intriguing and stuff but this was a oh shit i've just made me jump a bit and then after that we we really up the pace as far as so the it's, time it goes. becomes a skyscraper now mm. yeah uh, the whole area has been redeveloped into some futuristic or yeah. maybe present day whatever but it's a uh, certainly a big old um tower block well and he's walking through the floors as well of the, yeah. i kind of yeah. wanted to see him do a zoom call or something do you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> He's walking around. Jump anyway, on he a goes Zoom up call. to the top, and then when he's at the top, it's suddenly this sort of neon future. Yeah. yeah, I think that's to show how much time has mm. elapsed since everything had happened, without actually confirming it for you. It's to say, like that, you know, this is we're probably talking hundreds of years here, mm. but but then it seems to loop back round well, again. Hang on. He, he well, takes he, a nosedive. Yeah, he, yeah, he's decided that that's enough, uh, and he jumps off the top of this building which seems to send him back <laughs> however many hundreds of years yeah yeah so like to, like amish or oh, i don't know if it, they were like amish or whatever or just that's what the people would have been wearing in those days but very kind of like basic rags and yeah the the yeah, be their frontiers putting in, people exactly, putting yeah. in the right putting in the stakes in the ground where the the property is going to be like the plot i guess the girl mm. is humming his song Yes. Yeah. It's, yeah. Oh, I didn't get that. I yeah. just saw yeah. with the note because she yeah, she's also writes the, a note yeah. and yeah, it's under a rock. She's humming the that. song that he composed oh, on the piano. No, no, yeah. yeah, that's good. A bit like Cloud Atlas with the music that, mm. that runs through it. So, yeah, but which, not shit. Which went over your head, side. Yeah, it did. But they die uh, almost instantly. He gets, yeah. blinks and then they're, they're killed corpses. by presumably in Native Americans is yeah. sort of it's the implication. Yeah, they're all, then, they've all got arrows sticking out of them. And then he blinks again. And it's decomposing corpses. Yeah. It's pretty grim. Yeah. Yeah. And then Bleak. it's just fields again. And then suddenly it's the house. Yeah. Mm. And it comes round to them again. And he starts seeing himself. Yeah. And I think it was obvious that this is what was going to happen. You know, it's not a reveal. And yet it's still interesting and brilliant when mm. they come through the door. Yeah, it wasn't obvious to me that that was going to happen. Okay. But yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it's the the scene. Then it's it's them coming in as like they're viewing the property, and he's straight away like he's intrigued by the piano which is there, and the lady's even like, "Oh, we can get rid of it if you want." He's like, "No, let's keep it." She was it. a dick. Who? Sorry, she was a dick. Yeah, yeah. When he played the the, the piano, yeah, she pulled some sort of face, and it's like, oh, and he was pretty yeah. good as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and straight away you get the vibe. He wants to be there. She's not so fussed, but. The, uh... Yeah, and well as, well, as soon as he played the piano, I was waiting for the scene where yeah. uh, they're in bed at night, and yeah. it's going to be the noise. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. you can yeah. see you got you've come like literally come full circle now. What I wasn't quite expecting is when he sees himself, yeah. uh, and he watches the ghost watching her, watching them. Yeah, yeah, and and he and the the ghost watches him picking at the thingy again. Yeah, yeah. It's all very paradoxical. Um, yes. So, yeah, he does startle the couple, like mm. you said. It, um... I think that's when he says, that's when Casey Affleck says, okay, we can go. Yeah. And that's when he's like, no, we can't. And the ghost is sort of, I guess, thinking, no, we've got to stay. Yeah. I don't want you to go. And he bangs the piano and you get the different perspective of them looking around. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, no, okay, there's nothing here. Let's go back to bed. So, yeah, I really liked seeing it that way. Yeah. Mm. And then he is successfully a you know he is able to successfully I don't know some he's able to successfully words. extract the, the the message in the wall which we don't fucking see. No, you were never going to see it. You were never going to see it. Lost in translation. Like, be great if it wasn't a message, just like a Dave was here <laughs> or something like that. A picture of a cock and <laughs> <the horse. laughs> This this is the 
the kind of meaning he's been looking for, isn't it? It's the closure, I yeah. guess, mm. that he's, he's he needed. Goes, and he goes, poof. As, so yeah, he just reads it to the... much like the other mm. ghost in the other Which house. Which is a happy ending, I guess. Well, well I don't know. Closure, it, it is the closure. It's like you finally... But you there's f- the other ghost. I just took it to mean it was just going to happen forever and ever and ever. It was cyclical. Yeah. Mm. But that particular ghost got yeah, it's happy his, for him, yeah. Like, well, happy or whatever. We don't know. Someone, I presume, knows what was written on it. No, 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 no I one. don't think there was anything. The, the writer, I think, really know what was written. They on asked it. her to write a note and not tell anyone what yeah. was on it, and she oh. never told so anyone. So, probably only her. Bloody hell, that's yeah. frustrating <laughs> stuff like that, isn't it? Yeah, if you're it could listening, have been like a, a recipe for a really nice risotto or something that people are going to miss out on. <laughs> Uh, it's this week's cheese notes oh. just stuffed into the wall <laughs> so I'm still like trying to wrap my head around it I think yeah I've been yeah thinking about it a lot yeah it's a good one isn't it this mm. one. it's a real it's head a scratcher bit, in, in a diff, very different way it's a little bit like a field in England in that it's you know there's, there's elements where you're not sure what's going on but like different kind of yeah. pace and tone and everything but still a headshot something again that for a couple of weeks running now i've found sort of compelling viewing without a huge amount happening and without me fully understanding what well the i think messages and, and what's, what's going this on this one it, you know it's not an explicit you know beginning middle and end you know it's there's things happen and it comes back on itself and a lot of it is there for your interpretation Uh, yeah i was going to say i think a lot of it is what you want to bring to it and what you find important because there's lots of interpretations i think that are equally valid Um, yeah i was sort of looking around on the internet and found a few threads where people were commenting and you know i'd never thought of that and other people no i didn't get that at all from it you know because it is it's I think you know, it's about, you, to... you know, I read a lot that the director, David Lowry, it, you know, it spun out of Mike's a real... Mike's brother. Yeah, Mike's brother, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a real conversation he and his wife were having about whether to stay in Los Angeles after he did a movie, Pete's Dragon, which yeah. is a really weird trajectory for his career. Which is where the money for this came from. Yeah. yeah, and or whether to move back to Texas. So I think it's, a, and he wanted to go, and I think it's definitely at least in part about his sense of being bound to a particular place in mm. you know a sense of history you know because that is literally i'm of the opinion that film is a visual medium and that is literally what is happening on the screen mm. Mm. yeah there's not a lot of dialogue so there's not a lot of to get to know characters and things like that but surprisingly for as we mentioned for actors under a sheet Casey Affleck does fantastically to get <laughs> across the point of a lonely ghost and a confused and and startled person who who seems to be get for most of the film just getting to grips with the fact that he's even dead. Yeah. You know, he just seems to be startled with mm. with that and doesn't. It's only really when the house is knocked down and and he he becomes lost. Yeah, finally, kind of accepting something and then lets it go by killing himself and then coming round again and understanding through all the different times of people that have gone before and the connection he's got with that place and everything and her and and yeah it, it runs through it for me I, I must admit i've enjoyed talking about it more than i probably enjoyed watching it it was one it was just I, I enjoy these kind of films normally. I, I think probably you need to be in the right frame of mind to watch it. If you're in, in for an action film where you want to, you don't want to think too much because it is a film. I think that's worthy of, of 
a good discussion and talking a lot about afterwards and and thinking about afterwards because it's heavy themes and everything but yeah for me it wasn't i know i enjoyed the performances and i love the idea the sheet was you know some brilliant comic moments but i did struggle with it for mm. for most of it i think the slow start just helped it's it got a real slow, slow pace. yeah slow. i think it it Mm. It, it condemned it a little bit but i did enjoy the when it picked up pace towards the end almost like after he killed himself well i think that afterwards. slow bit of everything makes just so much more sense in the context yeah. of the overall movie and you forgive it because it is hard going that first half an hour mm-hmm. you know watching somebody eat a pie for four four or five minutes is a long time and and it goes from these sort of feelings of like oh this is really good really clever to Okay, this is going yes. on a bit. Maybe yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. bit. Actually, this is a bit absurd to... God, this has gone through absurd to profound again yeah. and uh, all sorts of stuff going on. Yeah. So, yeah. And, it, and again, like we were saying last week, or two weeks ago now, sorry, with the fielding, there's no exposition at all. So you've got to try and draw your own conclusions of hmm. why certain things have been... Have, why certain things have happened, why certain things are being, you know, being... T- well, like, taking place the interactions between the ghosts like themselves was quite mm. amusing and again i was i was expecting m- more of a I, I guess like a, a a conclusion that wrapped things up a little bit more for me but i was you know it, it it's not the sort of film that i think i'll watch again anytime soon the first half did drag second half got better made that made all of it more interesting but yeah, it's it's just the right side again for me of interesting. Just the right side of mm. sort of interesting. Mm. It, could, it it you know the bits that you've mentioned Dan and so on made it worth like made the experience kind of like worth my time without it being a, a film that I'm going to like shout about and say to people, "Oh, you've got to watch this." Because mm. I don't think it's a, a got to watch type film, but it, it, it's I'm glad I did watch it though. Yeah, the first half it is it is slow going, you know. There's no getting away from that, but that is like you say Riggs, that is the context of the you know, it's meant to be like that. It's a deliberate choice. And so when you get through it, it works, but at the time, the first 45 minutes it was I was struggling a little bit, but once I've, once it was finished, enjoyed it. Yeah, I really, I did enjoy it, and it definitely gets you thinking. Mm. Um, there's there's no getting around that. You, you there's no con- easy conclusions to be drawn from it. You have to, like you say, it's what you bring to it that you'll what you'll understand from the film. I would definitely recommend it to people. I think, um, although we're saying it's slow pace, it's still only ninety minutes, so you know it's not one that you have to sit through for hour after hour. But yeah, it was. Yeah, it's good. I'm still, I, I think still it's, thinking it's, about it. Now. It's, yeah. u- it's unique. You know, it, mm. it's. I love the fact that filmmakers and actors want to make these kind of films and not just Hollywood big blockbuster films. Yeah, definitely. Not all of them are going to hit the note for every person. Mm. This one did, I think, it is a pretty big hit. I mean, you'll tell us later, but I think it was, you know, well critically received well and the the performances and everything not nothing wrong with with that there's other films that we've watched that are quite slow as well that i've just enjoyed a, a little mm. bit more than this one but it was it was nothing to do with the acting or anything like that i think it was as i say really enjoyed that side of it it surprised me actually because yeah. you you talk about that and obviously you see the the film poster and you think well how is this going to work mm. and it does work mm. enjoy it 
I absolutely loved this. I thought it was brilliant. I'd recommend anyone to watch this. It is a bit of a challenge, but it's only 90 minutes or something, yeah. this movie. And it will get you thinking at the end about what does it mean to be alive right now in this particular time and place? Why do people get attached to things? Does love transcend time? What would it be like to spend eternity watching someone? You know, it's <laughs> just... Yeah. yeah, and then it all looks amazing as well, and it ca I can't believe that the sheet thing doesn't look stupid. The only problem is, of course, Casey Affleck is a piece of shit, isn't he? Yeah, sex pest thing. So God, there you go. But it wasn't always him under the oh, okay. under the blanket. Is it really a sex pest? Yeah. What did he do? Two. He's done two out of court settlements. Oh, for really? stuff that happened on the what was the movie that he, him and Whackin Phoenix which makes me think god is he a bloody sex pest as well but the one where Phoenix pretends to be a rapper or something oh okay yeah 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 it was on the filming of that movie some dodgy shit happened basically all oh, right okay mm. Mm, that's shit the budget for this was only a hundred thousand mm. US mm. wow yeah wow wow you consider with like the futuristic skyscraper type scenes and everything is he got he got his mates who'd done Pete's Dragon to do it for him, which was the Disney movie that he'd done um, or DreamWorks or something. So what do you reckon? A hit at the box office or not? Oh, hundred percent. I can't believe it was made for that little money. I mean, that mm. for me again just changes, you know, the the my thought of the film. To be honest, because it's you know that's accessible to to most filmmakers, yeah. you know. What you're saying you'll make a movie? Not well. Um, give us a hundred grand; yeah. it won't be as good as that. A bit about me on the beach. Well, it did make some money. It made two million. Yeah, wow. so not bad return for a hundred grand. Yeah. Um, and well, it made another five pound forty nine off me off Amazon. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, Guillermo del Toro named this as his favourite film of two thousand seven. and called it a masterpiece. So you know he yeah. knows what he's talking about. Two thousand seven. High praise. Seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah. Seventeen. Eighteen. Yeah. So, yeah, I remember Mark Kermo talking about it when it came out, and I know I was planning to watch it then. So I am pleased that you you've brought it up and we've we've watched it now. As I say, I don't know whether it, I would recommend this to the right person. I think it wouldn't be to to everybody's taste, but if I was talking to, to films about somebody and we we discovered that we liked the the same kind of movies, then this would be one that I could say, well, yeah, check this out. <laughs> Is this the first time that the theme for the week has extended right through to the kids' TV? Is it? I don't know. I can't remember another one. I, yeah. I did Vampires and it was Count oh. Dracula. Oh, okay. Ah, right, okay. Yeah. Well, in any case, it's still a good uh, achievement, Riggs. Yeah. This is Fireman Sam, Norman's ghost. Yep. Norman's dick. He's a prick, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's just so we'll, annoying. We'll get on to that. When you nominated this, yes, I was thinking, oh, okay, cool, some like stop motiony that kind of CBB's uh, kind of vibe. Kind Straight of away, those, I was those. thinking, Postman Pat, Bob the Builder. Yeah, Postman Pat's the the sort of yeah. closest thing I, I was thinking of because I'd never seen Fireman Sam. I was obviously way too old, and kids never watched it, so never had the chance to. And I didn't know, CGI. didn't fucking know it was Welsh, so that I would have avoided it for that reason. <laughs> so I've actually got a, a Welsh listener, so. Okay, well, can we get them to not listen? Um, imagine my horror at seeing this appalling CGI catastrophe Cow unfold Pat. before me. Mm. It's it was ugly, isn't very it? disappointing to the, look the at voices, visually. I watched this today with, with my daughter and she said, 
the first comment. Those voices just so annoying. The Welsh they, voices. They just well, it was just the kids' voices. They were very screechy. They were mm. just very. The high girl pitched. in particular was so high pitched. Yeah. Um, I don't. Why are they doing that? I don't know. I don't really, know. it really just cut through any enjoyment you yeah, might. Yeah. So be it's getting. visually awful. The voice mm. acting is terrible. So we. We're down to where we're going. We're down to the story. So the story you might want to run me through because... Yeah, gone over your head. I did. (laughs) (laughs) I watched... You get this wrong. I watched the episode... No, so I I have a naughty box. And I watched it on that. And it, it was season six, episode whatever. Norman's Ghost. I put that on. And they're 10 minute long episodes. Yeah. yeah. And 10 I minutes was, 32. I thought, I've done well here. Guys. Yeah, I was into yeah, that. Yeah, give me yeah that. I did have that going for it. I was about seven or eight minutes in when I realised that this was not the episode. So, uh, so what had happened, something got mucked up somewhere. Well, so I watched an episode where a character called Elvis plays, who's also a fireman, plays in a band and yeah. he, he's not going to play a gig Criddling, and then he does but it was the CGI but um, no 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 so it was it was the right it was just the, the, the right once it was out of all the, the you know the seas yeah. the episodes were, were out of their like, pr- uh. like supposed order so after I'd watched that and I'd actually um, subjected JJ to it because he was off school so because he's got COVID he actually probably prefers having COVID than watching Fireman Sam and after I'd subjected him to that, I then managed to find the the right one, which was called something else, but it was Norman's yeah. Ghost. And then I'd fucking given up the will to to follow it or listen or watch. Really, it, it happened whilst I was in the room, but phone was out. Spent a lot of time looking at out the window and mm. stuff. So, well, the the plot is that uh norman who i gather is basically a serial arsonist he puts stuff happens and there's a pumpkin with a candle which he puts a like cloth over to make it look spookier he's he's trying to scare people and nobody's falling for his lame tricks he's trying to make the curtain move yeah with with a piece of string and this like kid that's younger than him just goes, it's you with a bit of string, just totally calls him out in it. Well, so he gets a all annoyed. So that was so funny. It was a spooky. <laughs> I don't know. And then, then your man Norman gets really annoyed. And as as you say, um, the the mother of the house, the lady of the house, she's put this candle in the pumpkin, Dillis, in the window, Dillis, and. The kids run out because there's uh, the barbecue's going to be lit. It's Halloween. It's all going off. Yeah, it's, it's all, all going, going off. off. There's a massive. They've already been preempted. There's a big Halloween party. Fireman Sam's getting around there anyway. Afterwards, I think Elvis they've had a practice earlier and putting out um, a putting bonfire, out, which there looked to be handy. like maybe two pallets on there, and there's mm. three firemen mm. around it trying to put it out. They're professionals, don't they? are professionals. And as you, as you pointed out, Norman thinks as this is the moment to, to scare everybody. Mm. And he wants the, the effect of the, the ghost under the sheet. Yeah. Not thinking flames, cloth. Yeah, he fucks it. So the, the house is on fire uh, and they, they call Fireman Sam and his cronies and you, they put it out, Pete. Wow. Amazing. Well, um, well, let's let's be honest. They they let's just slow down there because there's a load more that happens. Here. Yeah, you've missed out masses. Yeah, trying to. Pete's not Pete's not seen this. <laughs> so then, 
fireman Sam get they realise there's a fire. Oh yeah. no! Like you know, they're already we, out we, the house. We covered that bit. They're so, already out yeah. the house. They've spotted it. Call fireman <clears throat> Sam. So they go. Yeah. Oh, we're going down there anyway. Commander jumps in and he brings his green mask. Yeah, he's got his green yeah. scary mask. Yeah, and he he jumps in and says, "Well, I'll come with you anyway." They zip round the corner and fireman Sam, everybody astute, he goes, assess the situation. He goes. <laughs> It's the bonfire, is it? It's got too big. No, Sam, it's in the house. Yeah. He hadn't noticed there's a flame <laughs> yeah. in the house. I think so. A, a fireman, mm. like a professional, like sworn in sort of fireman, yeah. has thought, oh, we're going to put out a fire. I will bring a scary mask. No, it's the chief. The, the chief. chief. The it's chief. A, it's a big that. boss man. Yeah. yeah. It's worse right, than that. that. So it's a terrible example. Bearing in mind. That's completely inappropriate. It is. You're right. And then. Because what happens is Fireman Sam then gets on his fucking high horse and starts fucking lecturing everyone about what they've done wrong and why they're pricks for setting fire to stuff. But at no point does he say, listen, dickhead, you shouldn't have brought that fucking mask. Yeah. It's inappropriate. Yeah. Health yeah. and safety. Double standards. Because yeah. actually what happens is the fireman is given this lecture and everything and Dillis holds her hands up, doesn't no, she? Well, it Norman says, owns up. Norman owns up first. So he, 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 he does. He's say, like, I'm the cock who I put, put the, the sheet over the, the sheet pumpkin. over it. Yeah. But then said, I left the candle yeah. unattended. So Dillis is, I'm the silly bitch who yeah. uh, left a naked flame. So and, and, Norman's a kid, right? Yeah. yeah. He's ginger. And they all work together to clean up the mess, don't they? They but all Sam volunteer is pretty to, preachy to about do it. it. Yeah, he but, is. The chief's only snuck up behind. Yeah. Bear in mind, he's already yeah. had a bit of a shock. He's seen the house go off. <laughs> he's seen the house go up. He's just owned up. Not had enough. No, already. He scares the shit out of him that he jumps into Fireman Sands' arms. With the mask. With the mask. That he, he was wearing earlier. Fucking hell. It's a real, hum- yeah. it's a real humdinger. Mean, listen, that oh, sounds like a, a brilliant practical joke, but there's a time and a place. Yeah. And then I'm Norman... Not, wasn't that wasn't it. Norman got community service yeah. for <laughs> yeah. arson, and next time he'll be in juvie. Yeah. Which awesome. is, you know... I Norman think- has caused more emergencies than any other character in the series. Yeah. And watching stuff like this, you can see why. Imagine yeah. how high his mum's insurance is. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your bill this week. It's too yeah. bad. This is god awful. I mean, yeah. really, really, oh, absolutely yeah, awful. So bad. And I, and I wouldn't. I, I haven't done a craving where I've just totally disrespected your like nomination rigs. I, I, I would have given. I gave everything that I could. Just unfortunately, to the wrong episode. And mm. I had no more to give after I that. I bet it no, wasn't any, that's fair enough, any worse than this. Yeah, dreadful. So series one to five were on CBeebies. Yeah. They were the original stop motion. Postman Patty type stuff. Yeah, and the original stop motion techniques used for the show, it took up to four days of production to get one minute of animation. <laughs> wow. So that's you can why understand why they just, decided just to completely sell out. Else. And, and whereas now one of those NFT monkeys can just whack one out on a computer in about 15 seconds. Yeah. And it's like this dribble that we watched. It really was piss poor. There was, there was an attempt to make it sort of educational by having Sam lecture them about like, uh. don't set fire to your house and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. But it really was just like irritatingly patronizing. <laughs> it really was. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder really how far was. the sort of job name, alliteration, animation <laughs> things can go. You've got Postman Pat, Bob the Builder, Stuart the sewer technician, Morris the mortician, and Colin the chicken sexer. <laughs> They're all strong. I'd seen yeah. Probably watch that. Probably more females 
in the in the yeah. roles as well. Debbie yeah. the dildo yeah. <laughs> inspector. What, yeah, why did you pick this? I know it had ghosts. It had ghosts. Just... Right, whoa, whoa, whoa! But there's, I, I imagine there's lots and lots of children's yeah things that have ghosts. No, you're exactly the, right. It was what, a panic. Like wacky pick. races, the, like the the gruesome too. So there's ghosts and something, anything. But this. well, it was it was a panic pick last week because I hadn't thought when Sidey put me on the spot about what I was going to do, and I had that exact thought. I was like, I'll just pick something because it'll be a funny gag when it's not. Goes well, it, all the way it, through, it, but I'll find an episode. And but, it's know, nice to call this out, to be honest. Yeah, it is. You think People need Farm to know. And Sam. People need to know. Oh, that's a solid choice. It's no, not. this is dumb. It is. If not. you're seeing after season five, yeah, don't then bother. You're looking at CGI. Oh, what did you miss. think about the sort of indie version of the theme tune as well? It's, it's awful. Like, I wonder what. Fireman's. What a you know a Fireman Sam original episode would compare these damn sight better than this. But still set in Wales. Do I don't they? really, I don't really hate the Welsh. It's just trendy to be, you know, controversial. Yeah. Um, the anti-Welsh. Yeah, fuck yeah. the Welsh. The, Save the Wales. There is a lot of firemen and fire equipment for what appears to be a small town. Is well, it just because of Norman? Pontypandy. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's a portmanteau of what? Two real towns. Ah. Oh. I just like the word portmanteau. They're nine. They've got nine vehicles um, in the port. port Pontypandy Fire Service. Jupiter is the fire engine. Venus, Phoenix, you get in the theme. No. Mercury, yeah. Hydrus. Yeah. They're all singers. Neptune, Juno, Titan, and Bessie. Oh, they really fucked it. They they were like, oh God, just another name. Yeah. John. Other vehicles include Trevor Evans's bus, Mike Flood's maintenance van, Nurse Helen Flood's ambulance car. Lizzie Sparks Animal Rescue 4x4, Gareth Griffith's Steam Train. What is the population of Ponty yeah, Pandy that justifies that servicing this, level this of I don't know, but have you seen that Postman Pat is now, he's got like helicopters and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, I don't yeah. like that. I don't know, I saw an episode with the helicopter in Postman Pat and it, I was okay with it. Okay. I read a theory that said that Postman Pat was an exiled Yakuza overlord, <laughs> and that's why he only had three fingers. <laughs> um, oh, this is crap. Can we stop talking about it? Yeah, it's horseshit. Avoid, avoid, avoid. Sam was barely in this episode, is one of the things I remembered. It's mostly just that ginger there's little nothing, prick Norman starting like, fires. E- even just bearing in mind Fireman Sam. You imagine if you were a kid, there's nothing like he. he could he just looks pretty much the same as ever, as the other kind of fireman in it, just slightly different hair color or whatever? Mm. There they was, I was appallingly generic and not yeah. realistic because we know for a fact that firemen don't do anything. They play champ manager all day and play pool and pool, yeah, and then rescue the odd cat. Yes, that's a wrap uh, for this week. Apologies to uh, the citizens of Ponty Pandy and the larger Welsh community. Welsh firemen may, well, and people who believe in ghosts are going to be... I'm sorry, we've lost you as listeners if you've made it this far. We're not going to announce nominations for a little while because we've got a lot of absenteeism coming up with trips to Nepal and Andorra and somewhere else and other places. So we will still be uh, doing our thing, but it'll just be... Just just keep your eyes on our social uh, channels to find out what we'll be up to. But it'll all be great. You don't have to worry about that. All that remains to say for now is that Sidey is signing out. Riggs out. Dan's gone. Hoil far. <laughs>